Welcome to Between Two Spirits, a podcast created by the members of the Youth Council in the Two Spirits in Motion Society. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning into the Between Two Spirits podcast. My name is Angelina Pereira and I'm one of the co-national Youth Council coordinators here at Two Sims. I'll be hosting today. But before we get into the interview, I'd like to take some time and introduce myself a little bit. My pronouns are she, her, they, them. I'm a two-spirit person. I'm Afro-Indigenous. I'm Métis, Ojibwe in French, and also Colombian. My family comes from a Métis town called Roostertown, located in Treaty 1 territory, where I was raised and I still currently live. Today, I'll be interviewing Zalema Prado. So first things first, can you tell me who you are, your pronouns, your sign? where you come from, and what you do. Yeah, of course. Hi, um, my name is Lena Prado. I'm an Aries. <laughs> uh, my pronouns are they, she. I'm a 22-year-old photographer as well as creative director, born and raised in East Van, Vancouver, BC. Yeah, I'm Afro-Indigenous, so Afro-Colombian and Indigenous Métis. Growing up in that community in Vancouver, so kind of like, you know, Brit area, Strathcona area. Shout out those hoods. Uh, I love those people. And if you guys didn't know, she's actually my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Afro-Indigenous people rise up. Yeah, for real. Honestly, I've noticed that there's more in, within my city that are being more like proud to like be Afro-Indigenous. Because I feel like it wasn't like that's not too much of like a thing where I live. Um, so it's just nice to see. And it's like, yeah, you know what? Afro-Indigenous people rise up. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about your identity story? Like I was saying before, born and raised in East Van. Um, I kind of grew up with my Indigenous community a lot because um, I played basketball for a really long time. So before I did photography and creative directing and just being an artist, um, I was uh doing basketball um and then I got to do like junior all native which is like an indigenous kind of basketball league where you get to like verse like other indigenous teams and stuff so really dope um heavy on that and growing out of my teenagers I was kind of entering more of like the underground music scene in Vancouver and that's what really like turned some gears in my brain put some light bulbs in there I was just like a kid essentially with my sister who is a uh, recording artist um, proud of her me and her we would go out to all these like little underground like music events and stuff and that's kind of when I really started getting into like photography and music stuff and kind of just wanting to be involved so that actually um, leaded to me and my sister actually running a studio and like building a studio basically <laughs> um and kind of putting that together for a few years and we prioritize lgbtq plus two-spirit and poc low-income artists we created the space that kind of is just like a space for them to do photography dance as well as like you know record songs and um, we're gearing up for a launch hopefully by the end of this year uh, we want to officially open our doors for um, artists to apply to get residencies out here. Going back to kind of my uh, story, sorry, I had to plug <laughs> real quick. Um, As going you back, should. But yeah, going back to that. So after a while of like uh, having studio stuff, working with my sister and her music, um, I kind of got really inspired to start doing photography seriously and um, kind of like 2020, that's when I officially was like, 
oh, I'm gonna do this like I'm gonna like you know try to like work my way in the industry and like do that damn thing um and obviously the pandemic <laughs> like totally 180 that for me in some degree but I kept doing it and um now I as well creative direct which is really fun and I get to creative direct with a lot of artists on their work and projects um and I do a lot of photography as well as video stuff and uh I'm actually doing um more songwriting as well as like working on my own EP uh that will be released this year it's so exciting I know I it's fun (laughs) give us a little sneak peek I totally can (laughs) if you really want to yeah why not I've been like songwriting since like 2018 uh so since I was like 18 uh I didn't really know what I was doing at the time I didn't know it was songwriting so I've always been in that position but I've never really put myself in the uh, forefront position as like the artist making music and putting out music that like I'm genuinely like singing so I'm really excited. It's such a different like ball game compared to uh, imagery and like photography. So yeah, and I, sorry, I'm just gonna pull it. I'm pulling up the song. Let's see if it'll play. While you're pulling it up, I just want to yeah. say we love a woman who could do all things. You're booked <laughs> and busy. Thank you. I'm gonna play it off my speakers. I feel like you should be able to hear it. Before I play this, I just want to say uh, this is actually the single off of my EP. It's still in the works. So uh, this is a very niche snippet you guys are gonna get because I'm pretty sure it's we we're, we're still have to do um, more development and stuff. But uh, I'm really fucking excited about this song. It's kind of about relationships and denial and being like, mm, it's whatever. Harry Blue worked on this with me. Like, love them so much. Like, shout out, Cherry Blue. Anyways, it's a bop, so let's play it. <laughs> <laughs> definitely right when you said that's a bop y'all can't see yeah. me but I was bopping this head <laughs> thank you yeah let's let to play a little a little snippet but um I'm really excited about um my EP uh, a lot of it is just about being in relationships with um same-sex partners as well as like white people <laughs> anyway um yeah, the EP is kind of just uh, it's gonna be called um love Zuzu bands and it's kind of just a little love letter from me to the world um, and like for me as well. And yeah, just my experience being like a queer Afro-Indigenous um, femme appearing person and having those relationships with white people and like dealing with like the systemic like racism and like social, just like the social dynamics that go on with it. And I feel like my music is very empowering in a way because I wanted to create a sound and a bounce where it's like 
slightly a little melancholy, but like it still bounces. It's still like, you know what? Like we're gonna keep party rocking. Like other than that, it's gonna be accompanied with photography that will be creative directed and probably shot by yours truly. Um yeah, that's kind of what's going on for the music side of stuff for me. Um photography is still very, very prominent and very big. It's just now kind of mixing in something a little different this year is going to be fun. I love that for you. So how do you navigate stereotypes? So when it comes to stereotypes, and I feel like the industry that I am in, um, there's so many stereotypes and so much perception of people, you know, um, especially as a photographer working with artists where they have their own perceptions, they have you know, like they're stereotyped and more niched and like stereotypes on like race and cultures and stuff. And for me, um, the way I navigate that is I honestly just try to break the stereotypes and like break the boundaries. Um, I try really hard to surround myself around people that are constantly trying to like break uh, stereotypes and push, you know, the boundaries. I think um, I'm a really firm believer in no one should be putting you in a box and like no one really can. And when you're able to see yourself not in a stereotype and breaking those boundaries and stuff, I find personally it becomes more fulfilling because you're not stuck. You don't feel, you know, defined to one thing. I think that's one thing that a lot of people need to get over. I think like uh, the internet and stuff is so like, everyone's really into like niche stuff, you know, those are pushing people into certain um, boxes without them realizing it. Sticking to stereotypes or being like very pro stereotypes is just like not like the new world's way of thinking. That's how I choose to navigate it. I definitely agree. I think we're both in the same boat. So mm-hmm. how do these assumptions and beliefs shape your practice? When it comes to my photography, I'm always constantly trying to surround myself around people who are pushing those stereotypes and like breaking the like, you know, pushing the boundaries and not being limited. And I get to like see the people around me do crazy things, do things that I'm like, that's so incredible. Like, you know, and they get to share like their most authentic story. Cause like, like no one's going to have like the same journey as you are. Um, Mm -hmm. Even if they can try to copy it, it's like your print is like the original print of your journey. So um, being able to honor that and seeing my friends do honor that as well as like push the boundaries, you know, develop new eras we like to call it (laughs) new eras of themselves uh that's kind of with my photography that um I'm always trying to push into like new eras with what I do um new moments uh new ways of seeing things new types of like art like if you ever look on like my um socials at Slayma on Instagram when I started out you could kind of see I did a lot of weirder stuff. Then I kind of did more portraitsy stuff. Now I'm doing more like elaborate stuff. And um, I'm kind of going through um, different stuff and not being put into a stereotype, not being put into a box, not, you know, not being an artist. It's like um, only doing this one thing because, you know, I feel like a lot of, especially being a uh, like fat femme and queer like person, um, a lot of stereotypes are already like putting, like being put on me without me wanting that. And it's important for me to, to honor my like authentic journey that I am like, you know, constantly like growing and putting out the new eras and like expressing that. So I do that a lot through, I'd say like my imagery, especially with like more of the work I'm trying to do um, in the this year. 
I feel like I'm I'm finally pushing into like another new identity era stereotype whatever <laughs> kind of new um genre <laughs> yeah definitely and I do want to tell everyone that once they check out your socials and your website and stuff they're gonna see how amazing your stuff is and I really am like so proud of you your stuff is so different and I can't like name anyone that has the same kind of stuff as you it's it's different but it's super cool and I really love it thank you thank you I appreciate that make sure you check her out at Zulema on Instagram yeah Yeah, I'd say stay tuned go check me out I like to have a lot of fun on the internet I want people to always see my work and stuff and just like feel good and like feel something or like you know even if you hate it that's still like a feeling so I'm like happy (laughs) like a a win is a win (laughs) Can you tell me about the three most influential people in your life and how they impacted you? I'd say my sister. So Benita, aka Prado Monroe. Um, she is probably someone who's very influential to me. Um, we work really closely together on a lot of like art stuff, photos, and yeah, music and all that. So it's really nice getting to like be mentored, being able to like work with someone that you like admire their work and, and like what they do um, is so special. I feel like we'll just have random phone calls and sometimes she'll just like unlock something in my brain, like big light bulb. They just have a really great way of getting me to see things from all different like angles or like the bigger picture of stuff, which is which is nice. Um, and I'd say another person would be my mom. Literally, she is like a queen. She's like my right hand man when it comes to like projects and like when I'm like building stuff for sets and shoots. Um, and I owe so much uh, to her for that. And she's, you know, the reason why, like, I got a camera in the first place. She's more creative than she likes to say. I would say the other person in my life who is very influential to me would be um, one of my really close friends, Dasan. They're Art by Dasan on Instagram. You know, they are someone who inspires me so much. Like, they're so influential to me. And, like, um we have really good conversations I feel like about like art and culture and you know our experiences with being like people of color who are like queer and like working in very artistic spaces as well as like um what our experiences are and it's really nice I feel like they are constantly doing incredible things and their art is amazing and they're just always blowing my mind like they're just always pushing the boundaries and like in like the best way possible and like showcasing so much diversity like um, I was like, oh my god, these little plus size little like girlies that are being drawn, <laughs> like that representation is so needed. I've never seen a drawing of a like a girl, like a little like fat girl that had like roles. Yeah, it's great, and they put a lot of work and like time and care into it. And I think that's something that I admire so much, just like the detail and like the care. So they are someone who y'all should check out too. <laughs> Yeah, Um, I definitely agree because their work is not only amazing, but they showcase almost every race, which mm -hmm. is super important because representation is so important. And like you were saying, like Mm -hmm. I personally haven't seen many little plus size models with roles. And like, it's 2023, like, come on, you know what? Your friend is making big moves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And I, I feel like I'm the same way, like with my photography, one of my big, big priorities, uh, especially this year too, 
because I'm like, it's fucking 2023 is like, I just want to showcase like way more ethnicities, nationalities, diversities, like types of models and bodies. I feel like a lot of this like Y2K era and stuff is like, there's a lot of skinny culture that like goes into it. Yeah, yeah. So everyone, we are going to be celebrating all bodies in 2023. You heard it right yeah. here. <laughs> oh my God. Of course. Yes wear those low ride jeans mama <laughs> you're constantly doing incredible things what project are you most proud of the project that I'm most proud of right now is I feel like I'm proud of almost everything I do which is really nice like something I'm really really proud of is um my first solo like exhibition little series of photos which was called party party rocker and that was a homage to my first time being my little party rocker and how and like experiencing what it was like to like fully immerse myself into the queer POC community in Vancouver because believe it or not I like have never really like been that person most of my life so I kind of got to experience that and kind of live this kind of dream that I've always wanted to do uh, in my youth. So accompanied with images that I took of my sister, Prada Monroe. That's what I'm most proud of, I'd say right now. It's on my page. I'm trying to find a way right now to make it physical or like have prints or something for it because people really like those images and I, I'm so proud of them too. The thing I'm like most proud of, like but next to that, the new exhibition I have that's going to be like series two of this like um, ongoing series that I have. Yeah. I'm so excited to see it. Do you have a muse? A muse? Yeah, I'd say um I'd say I'm my muse. <laughs> Period. Yeah, I'm my muse. Honestly, like we gotta put ourselves with our muses. And I'd say, you know what? Like these days, like lately, my muse is like me, like 2015 King Kylie era. And then like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, I love that era. yeah, I love that era. That's my muse right now. And maybe like a little bit of Gwen Stefani, but like heavy on the King Kylie. <laughs> like, the fact that King Kylie was so masked, I'm sorry, but like, that was like her queer moment. <laughs> like, was that not? Like, it really was. It was like her Hey Mama's moment. <laughs> what are you currently working on right now? I am working on a photo series that is called, uh, it had a few name changes. It had a few names like before I like landed on one, but um, it was first called Party Preppers because I wanted to like, it's supposed to be kind of like the precursor to um, Party Rockers series, my photo series. So it's kind of supposed to be like the before that, um, but like not uh, very confusing. So I wanted to be called Party Preppers, but I was like, I don't really like that. I don't really think that's like the the vibe. Um, and then I thought of party ragers and I was like, that's kind of cool. That's kind of crazy. I submitted that title, um, and the photos to this, this like competition thing. And I'm pretty sure they like denied it because it was called party rager. Um, so I was like, okay, that's a sign. I was like, that's not, I don't, <laughs> they don't want it <laughs> if it's called that. So I, uh, initially ended up with the titling pre, so it's just called pre yeah, and it's kind of like, you know, the pre. So uh, I worked with, I believe, like six models and had a full team, worked with makeup artists, stylists, like, you know, just put the whole works together. And um, we shot this beautiful arrangement of photos that are showcasing kind of more of like 
people looking in the mirror, kind of like the moments before you like head out, the moments that you're getting ready. I wanted to capture that. So like, you know, what does that look like? You know, sometimes people are having like mental breakdown. So we have shots of like a little bit of that. Um, we have shots of someone celebrating in the bathroom, singing, getting ready, you know, having your friends there doing your makeup, like all, all these types of arrangements of things that I was thinking about um, that I've experienced personally. I wanted to uh, put that out and showcase that through a digital zine. So that will be up pretty soon. I'm still deciding on like two dates right now, but I do want to have this come out in February because it was shot last year in February. <laughs> And I was like, great, I'm going to hold on to this for a year. Like, <laughs> I just was not able to like push it out last year. So I want to push it out. I'm really excited. I feel like it's going to be accompanied with some of my own like journaling of going out and stuff or like getting ready as the previous series had. So yeah, I'm excited. It'll, it's going to be really fun. I'm I'm excited to make something that's outside of Instagram, but still like adjacent to and it's going to be like a digital zine that can like live on the internet forever. I'm actually really excited to see those because I don't know if I'm the only person, but the pregame is always like my favorite part. Like I love getting ready with friends, listening to music, just hanging out and like being in the moment with them and like getting to do everyone's hair and makeup and stuff. Like that's probably my favorite part. Oh yeah, it's it's fun. We got so much stuff actually. Like everyone was so committed. That that's what I loved is like the project is so special to me and was very special to everybody on the project that I thought I hired models. Like I clearly hired actors. <laughs> like and I did not know. Like because I was like, girl, oh, they are giving me the drama, the emotions. Like it was crazy and it was so great. Do you have any advice for a aspiring photographer? Yeah, I do actually. Whole whole lot of advice. <laughs> whole lot. Um, I'd say to summarize in a nutshell of what all the things I've learned this far thus far is be consistent. You know, challenge yourself to try to like push and share with the world, and that will help you be more consistent. Uh, I feel like consistency for people. One of the big things is like the barriers of like having that vulnerable moment to like share with people. Um, but, but the more you put yourself into your communities and stuff, like the more you're going to like find that love and you'd be surprised. I feel like people don't realize how much other people can relate and resonate with them. So yeah, I would say just like be consistent with that. Always challenge yourself to like share a little bit of you, not just your artwork, but like, you know, who the, who the artist is, right? You, there's the artwork and there's the artist. So share both of those. Another piece of advice would be to just, you know, do your thing, do your own thing, do what you want. I, I saw this quote the other day, probably from TikTok, honestly, but there was this quote where it was just like, do whatever you want, just make it look good. Like, <laughs> make it look good. Like, if you feel good about it, if you feel proud about it, then you should, you know, share that. And I feel like if you are jazzed about it, a lot of people will be jazzed about it as well. Um, yeah, just do your thing. Don't try not to get in your head too much. <laughs> that I'd say that's in a nutshell that's actually some really good advice is there anything I missed that you'd like to talk about yeah I think so um kind of being like Afro-Indigenous in the photography industry I guess I want to just bring that up a little bit um just you know for any listener out there that is Afro-Indigenous and they're wanting to be in the photography industry 
um, I would say, you know, shoot your shot, go for it. The industry is so much better than it has been like a few years ago. Um, and I think I would have done photography earlier in my life if the circumstances were di- like, like how they are today. And the way I could just see people being so here for it, for like new faces, new photographers, like more like colored people, like, you know, people want to hire more people of color and more like queer people and stuff. Like people want to hire people that they resonate with, especially artists and stuff. So, um, there, you know, there, there's room for you. I feel like don't, don't think that because you're not like a like white male, um, photographer or videographer that like you can't be successful. I would say, uh, definitely watch out for people who try to tokenize I think like that's that's one big thing that um can sometimes happen is like people are just getting tokenized and not like appreciated um and their work not respected it's so corny and I know everyone says it's so corny but you really like have to believe in yourself and you know put yourself in a place where you proud of the work you're doing you're you know you're happy with that because it really just starts when you're going through the speed bumps and stuff of like any industry, really, um, that's what's going to, I think, help. I love that. And that's coming from an Afro-Indigenous person themselves. Yeah. Like I said earlier, Afro-Indigenous people rise up. Your time is yeah. here. For real. Literally. any honestly, like Afro-Indigenous, Indigenous people, like Two-Spirit, like all that whole, all that spectrum, like this is especially, especially in 2023, I think, um, being able to see more Indigenous artists and even seeing someone like, you know, like Prada Monroe, being able to have like an amazing, successful, like first debut, rise up, do your thing, talk your shit. <laughs> I have one last question for you. Oh, where can listeners find you? Where can they find me? A little mini. Um, they can find me mainly on Instagram. So uh, my Instagram is just my name, Zulema. That's Z-U-L-E-Y-Y-M-A. And as well as on TikTok. So same name, but this time four Ys. Um, I do have a Facebook page and it's all just like my name. So um, I'm sure quick Google search, you'll find my life. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much for doing the podcast with me I really enjoyed it and I hope the listeners enjoyed it as well so Mm -hmm. thanks again for tuning into our podcast between two spirits and thank you Zalema for joining us please follow our Instagram at two spirits in motion and two spirit youth.ca and make sure to check out our website at www.twospirityouth.com you can submit your written stories there and be featured on our website and again another plug please follow Zalema on Instagram. It's Z U L E Y Y M A. And yeah, tune in next week for another episode. Bye. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Bye, everyone.